To our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to the cult pop discussion of I- Infinity, not Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. Ah. Avengers Endgame from Marvel Studios. The Oh, we should have counted. How many is this? How many movies is it's this? the 22nd film. 22nd. Is that it? I mean, I guess that's a lot. 10 years, 22 movies. That's All right. It's, I'm it's just saying, sprint. I thought that's it was at least sprint. 30. I don't know. So, we are here to discuss Avengers Endgame, which comes out... Tamara, today's today's in, Wednesday in our timeline. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> use the Infinity Stones to travel back in time before the movie comes out to, to see, see a press screening. Of well, <laughs> we went <laughs> we went forward to see it and came back. Yeah, to review to tell it. you about it. Yeah. So uh, we are going to spoil this movie for you, but not till much later. So we're going to give you our impressions first. Uh, just to let you know how we feel about it. And then we're going to do a deep dive into uh, the things we really loved about the movie and hated about the movie. And maybe we wish the movie never happened. We'll find out momentarily. Mm-hmm. But I wanted you to know that there's going to be spoilers coming up. Now, Wait, you're JD. I'm JD. I'm Johnny Destructo. With me this week is... Noel. We are recording live. <laughs> it's the only way to record a thing is, I think, to be alive while you do it. Uh, at 4327 Main Street, which is Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, my comic shop in Maniunk, Pennsylvania. Um, backstory is that we tried yesterday, after we watched the film, to do a spoiler-free review of this movie because we didn't want to spoil it for anybody. We didn't want all the information out there just yet. And uh, we thought, we'll just discuss very... The tip of the iceberg High discussion. level, we'll just talk about our, our feelings and emotions raw after seeing it, because it was yeah. only like two or three hours after we yeah. had walked out of the theater. Yeah, and uh, I, we, we recorded about 15 minutes of, of a podcast, and we ended it, and we went, great. And then, as I was walking back from recording, I went, that was useless. <laughs> uh, there is nothing in that review. There's no reason to even post this online. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to post it. This is bullshit. We're just going to do a whole review. So here's where we are. Um, it comes out Friday. You guys know all this stuff. It's Avengers Endgame. Quick little note. When I went into IMDb to get the information, you can start typing and then click on the link that it provides you. It auto-fills for you. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty interesting that when it says Avengers Endgame and it gives you a little link to click, the two actors that they decided were the most important to mention for this film were Brie Larson and Linda Cardellini. Yep. So, uh... I, I mean, thought, thought they that make, was neat. They both make a huge impact for me. It has to. It yeah. has to be some sort of a alphabetical thing. No, B and no. Brie Larson, nope. Linda Cardellini. Yeah. So anyway, IMDb has this to say about the film. After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War in 2018, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. And this is directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo, and it's written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. So why don't we start off, Noel? 
uh, our expectations going in. How did you feel at the end of Infinity War? Were you excited for this movie? Did you feel like you had a firm grasp of where this film was going to take us and where it was going to leave us? Hit me. What do you got? Um, well, like post Infinity War, um, I was very. I had to convince myself that it was a complete movie. Like it's very, very easy on the surface to look at this movie as a direct continuation from Infinity War. Um, Because Infinity War felt like a cliffhanger, but after about a day of thinking about it, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was a complete movie, except we weren't on the side of the protagonist the whole time. Yeah, it was just the villain one. It was essentially a movie completely about Thanos Yeah, and how our familiar heroes tried to stop him and he won. When I let that just kind of go... It felt like a full movie, and this to me was just going to be, all right. So now we got his story. Mm-hmm. How are we going to respond? You know the, the plural, the, the proverbial the we. How are we. how are we going to respond yeah. and get everything back and win the day? Really- With that said, when it came to my expectations of what I was going in for, mm-hmm. I was like like you said, I was just I was expecting a response. I wasn't expecting, quote unquote, the rest of this story. I was mm-hmm. expecting just the response or, or like the you know the now reaction. You, now come on, you had to think that they were going to undo it. I don't know. Or did you think they were I just going to leave Spider Man dead? I was for will- his movie that's coming up. I was willfully month. ignoring obvious. Okay. Like it, uh, yes, it's comic books, so yeah. no one's ever really dead. No one's ever really this, yeah. at least on the page. But I knew that they had to do. Something because actors don't stay young forever. Yes. That, um, contracts yes. don't stay t- airtight forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that they, I remember reading so long ago that even Kevin Feige had mentioned they have rough plans on how to evolve the universe so they yeah. don't have to keep rebooting. So I was like, let's see what that might look like. Yeah. My expectations for this was just pie in the sky. I hope it's great. And then lead all the hype leading up, they showed us nothing. Mm hmm. Um, they talked about it not just being a response to the last movie, but uh, a swan song or, or or a response to the entirety of the MCU. So, like, it kept, like, the expectations kept growing and yeah, yeah. growing, even though I wasn't, like, seeking them out. Sure. So my expectations were high, but realistically so, if that makes okay. sense. Um, to piggyback off of what you were just saying, to talk about my um, expectations, we were talking while waiting for my... My pretzel bites in the theater, uh, in line. We were talking to another customer who was just hanging out, and um, I was saying that I honestly don't care. Like, but this is before we go into the movies. I was like, I'm, I'm not that concerned with what happens in this movie. Like, I, I know eventually, like they're gonna bring him back. They're gonna use either I don't know. They're gonna get the stone somehow, and they'll undo it. Like, like in the comic book, Nebula wound up doing a. I'm gonna revert it back to 24 hours ago. And that's how everyone came back. So I was like, maybe they'll just do something like that, even yeah. though I wasn't entirely expecting them to do that because it's been done. So, yeah, I wasn't really concerned with this film and how we get to a better place than we were at the end of the last film, so much as I was interested in moving forward because of the actors aging out of these roles and having to do other things with their lives besides be Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. I was mostly anticipating... <sighs> what the last 10 minutes of this movie was going to be and yeah. the post credit stinger was going to be to lead us forward in a new um, path. Because my assumption is we're either going to lose Tony, we're going to probably lose Cap, 
um, you know, and not because I want them to go anywhere, but because those actors have been around since the beginning. Well, and those actors for uh, and more than just them have talked about the lengths of their contract yeah. and how it's almost up and yeah. this extension here and this extension there. So, like, you know, living in this age of of constant information, we're aware of what they're yeah. contractually obligated to by a quick Google search. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're yeah. like. Well, someone's going to get written off here, or this is going to happen here. So you, you kind of have those expectations if you are at all like looking into a surf like beyond yeah. surface level, right? Which I'm not. I don't actually look up the what their contracts well, I, are. I, I didn't realize I was watching um, Civil War. Yeah. The other day, but I was w listening to the audio commentary, and they were talking about how Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was over, mm -hmm. and they had to pitch him this movie in order to get him to continue being Iron Man. And I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was an interesting tidbit. But um, but I, my expectations were very high. It yeah, didn't even occur to I, me until we were in line that I was like, oh, no, what if what if they ruin it? Like, what if this sucks? What if this is the Matrix Revolutions? Well, my... Oh, God, don't even. Uh, <laughs> my my expectations didn't hit me until we were waiting for your... Your fucking pretzel bites. Pretzel bites. Pretzel bites. Uh, it took it took thirty it took like <laughs> million years for them to yeah. preheat pretzel bites, mm -hmm. and I wanted to murder everyone because that started to hit. Like we have our seats already, and we're sitting there waiting. And then it, it's it was supposed to start promptly at twelve. Yeah, they didn't start until a little after, but it doesn't matter. It's supposed to start promptly at twelve. It's eleven fifty five. We're waiting. It's eleven fifty six. We're waiting. In line. It's eleven fifty seven. We're waiting. It's eleven fifty-eight. Well, at which point did you get, abandon me? I'm starting to get real effing antsy I because saw. you were sweating. I wanted, to, I wanted to be there when the credits crawl because I have yeah. no idea what the hell's going to happen. And I started to sweat, and it was like eleven fifty-eight, pacing back and forth. And you're yeah. just like, "You can go, dude. You can go." No, no. This one, no. This friends. My favorite is when you when you walked away. You said, "Okay, fine," and you <laughs> walked away, and then came right back. <laughs> and I was like, "You felt bad because I did feel really bad." Yeah. All right, so. Those are expectations. Yeah, they were high. Did you like Spoiler it? Spoiler-free overall impressions is the note that I've made. Yeah, did you like it? I I loved it so much. <laughs> I loved it. And, like, here's the thing, though. Being self-aware to a certain extent, I, I I feel like I should have more to say besides I loved it. And I do. When we get into the spoilers, there are things. I, I did have one qualm with it. Mm -hmm. But overall... This is a very, as you said um, in our discussion before we recorded, that it's a very fan servicey movie. Yeah, and it's I felt like it was servicing me specifically. <laughs> I, there were so many things in this movie that came up that I won't spoil yet that I didn't expect them to do. It was there was a lot of things. You know how you have a conversation, or how I guess you and I have a conversation <laughs> where we go, "Oh, you know what would be cool? Dot dot dot. This thing. They'll never do that." You know what? Oh, you know what would be great though. Like, what if they? Oh man, what if they did this? Ah, they're never gonna do that though. And there's a couple of those things that they just did, and not they didn't. They weren't even big things. Yeah, there were tiny little little adjustments to characters, um, little decisions that made a big impression on me. Oh, a huge impression! That there's, I can't wait to talk about there, in a couple minutes. But but what made this even better? Th this movie is so overstuffed, and I don't mean that in a in a. a a gluttonous kind of way, right. but we have those conversations. And for a lot of other movies, um, that one th one of those things or that one thing would be enough to like tip it over the scale. Mm -hmm. You know, like in Shazam, when one thing happens and you're just like, "I'm glad they did that," oh, and that yeah. made the movie for me. That's yes. great. 
this happens in like in this film it happens in such quick succession or more uh, so many of those things get checked off mm -hmm. some of those boxes get checked off you forget what you're anticipating until it happens and then something else happens yeah. and then it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it was it was it was fan service but it wasn't cheap mm -hmm. at all because yeah. it was 10 years worth of Legwork, yeah. and that's the thing that yeah. that's sort of some, what I I kind of taken away from this is that this has been a theatrical experience for me that I've never um, been privy to before. I've never had ten years of movies leading up to some sort of culmination, right? Like mm. I, I understand, yeah, it t it took a couple years for three. Back to the Futures to come out. It took a couple years for three Star Wars to come out, and then. Three more thirty than, years yeah, and three more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but never has there been so many leading up in such a short amount of time, and most of them were done so well that when this happened, it was the most emotional response I've ever had in uh, in the theater. You can't you can't compare it. Um, I mean, logistically, as in number of movies and this and that, mm -hmm. you can compare it to maybe James Bond. James, yeah, you can compare it to um, Harry Potter. Um, Lord of the Rings tangentially maybe but still that's not necessarily the same thing or the same case because yeah. there were 22 or you know 20 plus um, distinct separate stories mm -hmm. that yeah. carried along a plot but not yeah. this specific plot and they yeah. all existed on their own but then it all so it was it was almost a mosaic that they put together that kind of just led to this movie this yeah. is this is the picture that's out of all of these separate shards of all those other flicks and that's never as far as i know been done this is the we were talking about it before and even the end credits kind of deals with this this is as close to old-timey hollywood that we've ever that we've gotten in this new age well how do you what, what do you mean by so that like specifically? you've got these this group of actors that that evolve with the stories you've got I this see. this uh this one creative team kind of like steering the ship it's it's like um it, it feels like old-timey hollywood like contract players that are mm. that are here for the for the grand scheme of things and, right, and right. you don't see that anymore mm -hmm. and i just thought that was really cool and they paid homage to it well it's such a neat thing it didn't really occur to me until I think while we was in the middle of this that it's so big and it's so new this form of movie making that they've created an entire new uh, sort of style phrase which is shared universe yeah which we've never seen before so I think it's very ambitious I every time I step back and think about all of the movies that we've had just from the Marvel um, IP that I never wanted. Mm -hmm. let alone knew that I would think that I would love Iron Man never would have never would have cared about an Iron Man movie but they did it so well that it made me care when I remember I used to do a radio show called uh, phonographics and when we were on the air when we heard that um, Guardians of the Galaxy was the new big movie that Marvel was going to be doing and I said something like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> no one's going to care about the Guardians of the Galaxy this is a terrible idea. Is this the end of the Marvel universe? Is this going to be the one that like, <laughs> oh, they're doing Doctor Strange? I mean, I guess they've been doing all right so far. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, and so, then Ant Man shows up. Ant Man, <laughs> come on! I There's so I'm I'm the opposite. I'm a nerd. As soon as I found out about Robert Downey Jr., I immediately thought of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Why? Well, no. As, as soon as I heard, but but still, it was like the same level of naysayers. And as soon as I heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, I was just like, I was in the throes of reading Dab Danny uh, Abnett and Lanning's Abnett run, and, Lanning, yeah. and I was just like, oh my god, that's perfect, and no one's gonna expect it. And I want to see it, Raccoon. 
Yeah, the but fact that there's a talking tree and a, and a raccoon with a gun. It's ridiculous. Absolutely Stupid. ridiculous. I can't I, believe it works. <laughs> uh, but my, I, yeah, this was this was probably the most viscerally uh, pleasing experience I've Geeky. ever had in a theater. Yeah. I it, it I hate I hate being so hyperbolic about it, but it's true. We were That's, sitting next to yeah. each other, and we were hitting each other constantly. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god, oh my god! And I did actively emote. Yeah. The gentleman next yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, good. The gentleman next to me <laughs> was drying his eyes, and it wasn't for a sad part. Yeah. It was happy. Yeah. Which was so weird. Yeah. In like the most um playful wonderful way ever yeah. it was it was great yeah. it was just um, great we're gonna we're gonna get back to that in a bit because i had the same experience yeah um so yeah I, I would say uh this movie is everything i wanted it to be and it was also a bunch of things that i didn't know i wanted it to be mm-hmm. it was like you know what jadles you want this stuff over here we're gonna give you that stuff you know what though here's this other stuff you don't know you want you want you're gonna want this yeah have, have, have some of this it's the best so christmas gift that you didn't yeah. that wasn't on your list so good, but um, so we're gonna get the spoilers in just a little minute. But I want to maybe do um, we can rate it with infinity stones from one to six infinity stones. What would you give this movie? I'm gonna go with six. I would give it six. I would give it. Straight I would up give six. it six. The full gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I, 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 there's a lot of people bitching online about the runtime. Why? Not a factor. It did not feel. Not a factor no. whatsoever. No. We both peed beforehand. It was, Everything, was is okay. yeah. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. And if you miss it. If you got to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. Yeah. You're, you're going to be okay. You know what? As a person who sits through marathons, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I, I, I was. Oh, it didn't bother me at all. It was three hours, it was done, and I was like, oh, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, it was clearly structured in, a, in a very fast and, and wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was yeah. good. So don't worry about that. Whole gauntlet, all six star, all six all, downs. All Let's six. do this. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to do before we get into spoilers? Just because I guess we're going to be like one of those. Um, uh, reality TV shows where we're like, there's just like a lot of drama and then just waiting before we get to the actual conversation. <laughs> Let's rank all seven and then people could peace well, out. Seven team films. Team films, yes. Yeah, we- As we've said on this show before, there are two different, we have divvied them up into two categories. We've got the single film slash origin film stories of the mcu and then we've got yeah. team movies. Yeah. So we're going to do the seven team movies. I will list them off in just a second. Here we go. All right, so we've got Avengers 1. Age of Ultron, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Avengers Infinity War, and then Avengers Endgame. So those are the seven that we're going to do. We're going to rattle them off real quick, and then we're going to get into spoilers. So do you want to... You go first. All I wanna, right. I want to hear your list. So We my, did not share lists. My number seven... Oh, we're going we're counting we're going, down. We're going down? We're counting down. Okay. My number seven is Age of Ultron. I think that movie gets a lot of flack. Um, but there's so much about that movie that I love, including Claw. Yeah. And um, I love uh, Ultron's. I love his personality. Spader's great. James Spader is if, so good in that role. If we have the same number seven, can I just say that too? Yeah. Because Age of Ultron is my number seven also. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the it, Despite the fact that it's the bottom of my list, it's not the bottom of my list of Marvel overall. I still really enjoy that film. Yeah. So to be clear too, all seven of these movies that are team movies, mm-hmm. they're all great. Yeah, that's this that's, is like picking yeah, my. That's true. What's your least favorite million dollars? <laughs> Which that's, one did you not like yeah, to spend yeah. as much? <laughs> but yeah, so my seven is also yeah. Age of Ultron. I share that with you. All right, my number six is I'm already rethinking this. 
No. But okay. You got to follow through. Civil no wars. changes. Civil War. So is mine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now why? Why though? Because I just watched it the other day and I went, holy shit, I still love this movie. Um, it was it was number six only because it was uh, of of all these other ones it was um. It was a little. It wasn't as um, slick. It wasn't as clean. Um, the main villain, quote unquote. So, yeah. uh, many rewatches of that Zemo. movie. Zemo. Many rewatches of that movie. There really is no main antagonist. The antagonist is the argument. Yeah. Um, and this. So, so that's a great premise. The fact yeah. that that Captain America kept this secret. This secret specifically that we learned in another film. Cuts to the, yeah. Cuts yeah. to the heart of Tony. Mm-hmm. And Tony. Reacts. Yeah. It's it's a it's all just about dynamics. The whole movie is, and because of that, it's like they reverse engineered a villain to mm-hmm. do all these convoluted pre planning things that wouldn't have actually been practical. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of gets a couple of marks. Like it's, it's thank God they wound up at that bunker. Yeah. At the end of the film. Exactly. Yeah. It's it, all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, exactly. It's emotionally fulfilling. Uh, spectacle is fantastic. All the character work is brilliant. The movie is fun to watch every single second it's on. Yeah. But it's, it gets a mark for just being kind of dumb, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly it. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, you know, as I was watching Batman versus Superman, there is a scene there where um, Superman is trying to talk to Bruce. And he's trying to be like, hey, help me save my moms. And Bruce just keeps hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And then eventually, Soup's like breaks down and starts and that's when their actual battle royale begins and i just wanted them to be like because you're superman he's not hurting you he's batman he's hitting you with some like sound waves and machine guns that are bouncing right off of you you can still stay stay calm you're superman so i just wanted them to have a conversation i feel like at any point in this movie if they all just stopped and be like hey we're all really good friends maybe we could work this out a different way we did get a different entirely film, entirely different film, mm. and so that's where I'm with on that. Um, my seven, six, five. Number number five might seem strange, but number five is Infinity War. Fuck you! Did you re- did you look at my list? No, I, it's Infinity War is number my number five. Yeah, and I, as much as I do love that movie, there's so much that happens in that film. Are but we, are we gonna have a hundred percent match? Because if so. Do you want to get married? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. <laughs> this is so um, weird. Infinity War is a little dark, so it's not that it's not a fun rewatch for me. And uh, the things that are the highest on my list at, at any point in time are generally movies that I can go back and revisit over and over and over again. And rewatchability is a big factor for me. And if it's, it's kind of a downer, it's you know, which also now that once once Endgame is on DVD. I'm going to have to watch Infinity War and Endgame together. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that's why Infinity War is where it is. Uh, kind of the same. It's it's um, it's um, a movie that's primarily concerned with breaking down heroes. Yeah. And it's difficult to watch for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's little victories and great character moments and great sex, like action set pieces in between. Yeah. But it really is, the, the entire thing is, is, is focused around... Um, propelling Thanos and breaking down your character, so it's it's yeah. a rough watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although watching Thanos is never boring. No, he's always dynamic. He's, for yeah. for a character that is created solely from CGI, he's up there with I would say Gollum. As far as like the best CG character I've ever seen, Jar Jar is up there. You go to hell. You go straight to hell. Uh, all right. So my next uh, next down is what? Is that five? Yeah, number four. Oh, number four. Oh, my God, you're right. Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Mine is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Ah, all right. 
Now, yeah. okay. Do you want to? I go? feel like we swapped GOTGs. Yeah. By the way, go ahead. Do you want to go and? Do you I'll I'll go. Guardians Tell of the Galaxy why. Volume Two. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, um, is amazing, but it's an incredibly limited movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. Uh, I think I think I in one of the earlier reviews that I read, they described it as a Star Trek bottle episode. That's a term for the episodes yeah. that don't go anywhere. Like they're just people focused, yeah. character focused, which is great, and I love that. But when it came out, in between everything else, it just felt. It felt important, but incredibly slight at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was, I, I think it sounds like I'm describing why it sucks. It's not. It's no, just, it's no. great. We've already established all these movies are great. Yeah. It's, um, it's number four because emotionally it makes me, it pleases me. This, this mm-hmm. entire journey with, with Kurt Russell's ego and all the relationships and the expansion of their little universe mm-hmm. uh, and the team and then... Michael Rooker just killing everything. Yeah, I loved it every second of it, but I realized that it's flawed enough to be further down the bottom. Gotcha. Um, so mine, uh, we sort of did this did this backwards. I should have said what I liked about Guardians. Uh, the reason Guardians is not as high on my list as Guardians Two is because um, of the emotional weight. There's there's emotional heft to this film that wasn't really in Guardians 1 for me. It was more setting up that the, the fantastical, brightly, beautiful, beautifully colored universe, cosmic stuff. And here we've got the stuff with Michael Rooker of mm-hmm. like, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy, mm-hmm. uh, which I sobbed. I saw, like I couldn't believe I was having such a reaction to Michael Rooker Yondu, <laughs> and um, you know, and having to deal with his father. I've got father issues, right? I was abandoned as a child, so um, anything that has to do with a father and son usually will affect me in a certain way. And so there was a lot of lot of daddy issues going on in this movie. So that's why it speaks to me, I think, more specifically. So. You're talking about for Guardians one. Two, yeah. Well, Guardians Two, yeah. That's, but I so have. the reason, but so that's what Guardians Two does for me. That Guardians One doesn't, doesn't, which is why Guardians is lower on my list than Guardians Two. Um, but I, I think it sets everything up so great. Um, the color schemes are my favorite mm-hmm. if, in all of cinema. Um, the cosmic stuff in Marvel, the neons, the bright pinks, the hot—I'm sorry, hot pinks, the bright yellows and greens. Um, it's such a joy to look at, and I was so pleasantly surprised by it. And then, of course, there's the kitschy soundtrack, which sort of is fun, too. So, yeah, that's why um, I love Guardians, but Guardians 2 is above it for me. Fair. What I is mean, it about Guardians, since we're just talking about both together, what, what does Guardians, Guardians do that um, makes it higher on the list? The first one for me, the I don't know, it was um, tonally structurally it was just it was like a revelation it was mm. it was um it's a definite for me in the genre of comic book adaptations it was a game changer it was a game changer just mm. how 300 was a game changer how you could do something different about even though i don't really like it um uh what's in, like um taking something that on paper is slight and stupid mm. a talking tree or a yeah. anthropomorphic walking tree and yeah. a talking raccoon. Um, raccoon all of it just it was so idiotic mm-hmm. and then imbuing it with so much earnest emotion mm-hmm. that it was 
mildly profound. Yeah. The entire third act of the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie is one of my favorite rewatched anything of anything I've ever seen. The, from from them hatching a plan and getting ready in the Ravager ship all the way to the dance fight and his oh, yeah. vision of his mother mm-hmm. holding out for her hand and then that being oh, Gamora. God damn it. The the music, the camera movement, yeah. everything was just fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And that movie just makes me it literally that part makes me tear up almost every single time I see it. I love that movie more than so many other things. Nice, nice. Yeah. No, I can't disagree with any of those things. Yeah. And one of the things that actually really sh- struck me, because um, up until that point, there was some cool comic booky stuff happening in the Marvel movies. They were starting to lean very heavily into comic bookdom. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really leaned into the weird was, oh, they're going to nowhere, which is a city that exists inside the rotting skull of a celestial yep oh okay do you know what i mean and that yeah. was that was revelatory for me we're like oh we're going real fucking weird yep and thank god so yeah though there we go so now we're down to the last two uh yeah so well i'll go yeah number three uh-huh. for me oh no, no. well you're yours well, is guy yours is guardians no. two. guardians oh. one is my number two. Oh, go ahead yeah, so Guardians 2 was my number four. Uh-huh. And we talked about both of them together, but oh, Guardians so 1 was my number two. So gotcha. my, our number three, my yeah, number three, your number three is Avengers, the first one. The first Avengers! It's my number three. I okay. put Guardians higher than Avengers. Wow! Yeah. I can see it. I yeah. can see it. Yeah. So what's your number three? I don't. You know what? I don't even have to explain why Avengers was great. Uh, Avengers was just Everyone, the, yeah. It was the fulfillment of a promise. Yes. That's it. And like, and oh, you can make this work? It. Yeah. Nailed it. And yeah. Joss Whedon. I still love Joss Whedon. I know a lot of people have like, I don't know, they give, they give him a lot of shit. I can't even tell if all of that stuff is true or not. No. I, I never can. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah. Um, but I, I, I love his writing. I think he's fun. Oh, yeah. And um, Avengers is number two on my list. Ah. Uh. So we just we swapped yeah. Guardians. All right. Yeah. So what's your number I guess one? what's your number one? Yeah. Well it's endgame. Me too. It's endgame. <laughs> endgame is number one. It, that that is that is me acknowledging, of course, that yes, it's number one because there have been twenty two other films leading directly into this mm-hmm. and that's why it's so powerful. But because I watched all of these like I'm not entirely sure if I just had a kid, right, in ten years and I just showed him Endgame without showing him all no. the other 20. That's not going to matter. No. So this is very heavily reliant on what had come before it. And it wraps up so many things so well um, that it was just uh, an exquisite um, experience for me. No, I, I completely agree. That's 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 why it's my number one. And I, I recognize, too, it's brand new. Mm-hmm. New shine, the whole thing. But as we'll talk about in a minute or two, I had an emotional reaction into this that I've never that I wasn't expecting and didn't have before and yeah. it wasn't primarily because of all 22 movies but it hit so much harder because yeah. of all 22 movies. Yeah. Let's get into spoilers, shall we? Let's do it. So count to 10 and then get the hell out of One, here. 1 <laughs> 2 3, three four, 5 9, nine 10 go. Yeah, okay. Um so there are so many big moments in this movie that I did not see coming as I explained earlier. Hey Noel, wouldn't it be neat if like, I don't know, if we got a smart Hulk, if we got like the yeah, like Peter a, David 
big yeah, like, like like a professor yeah. hulk or professor a hulk or, or a or a mr fix it yeah, or like a sentient hulk, hulk. Yeah, yeah yeah wouldn't that be cool it'd be really nifty it was cool yeah it, it was, was cool really cool because they did it yeah um i was so i was so, I can't, <laughs> like, I was so happy wouldn't it be cool if um the consequences of infinity war really mattered and we know that like the heroes are going to win, but how do you yeah. make it matter? Yeah. I don't know. You do a time jump five yeah. years yeah. and you let them live in their failure for five, for five years. years. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. That would be yeah. cool. They're probably not going to do that. They're probably not going to do that. But no. they did it. They did it. Yeah. Did. And, uh, and like, it'd be really, really easy if they just go get the gauntlet mm-hmm. and reverse it. Which is honestly what I thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to like, how are they going to expand this out so far? Of like, just go get the gauntlet. Are you gonna do fight Thanos again, and then then you're gonna get the gauntlet, and then you're gonna unsnap? Like, that's the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything you were expecting them to drag out over yeah. three hours. Yeah, they did in the first ten to fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. Well, actually, let's start off with the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. So the the. <laughs> Because they did this a little bit with Ant-Man, the, the stinger for Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Where he goes into the quantum zone, the quantum realm, and um, his his friends float away. They disappear. They dusted. They yeah. get snapped. There's, th- this was even worse for me because we are introduced to, not introduced, but reintroduced to Hawkeye's family. Mm-hmm. He's got, what, two kids and a wife. He's got three Linda kids. Cardellini. He's got three kids. Is two it three children? Yeah. So three children and a woman were murdered yeah, in the in very... The- the first before three the, minutes of this before film. Before the Marvel logo. <laughs> three children <laughs> and a wife, mother, yeah. mother of those three children, yeah. beautiful wife, yeah. murdered. Murdered. You're just, dead. Just murdered. And I was I was already getting choked up. It was it was incredibly effective. It, it's mm. um they they really like him being absent. Uh, him as in Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. being absent for the entire last movie mm-hmm. was worth that emotional beat and you know what's neat hmm. they explained why he was gone with one shot oh yeah they ankle showed bracelet. he had an ankle bracelet because the last we saw him i believe he was in the the supermax yeah right so they let him out on him and scott lang did yeah. the, the house arrest thing house arrest to be and that's where family. he was the whole time yeah yeah easy done um but the way they set up that shot so that um hawkeye is teaching his daughter the how to use the bow and arrow, which mm-hmm. is a nice. I'm hoping that eventually we're going to get another. Her name's not Kate Bishop though, no. but we might get another Hawkeye, like a female Hawkeye. Um, and she goes to get the arrow right from the the bullseye, mm-hmm. and then he turns and talks to the the. Uh, he talks to his wife, wife and the kids. They're asking what they want to eat at the picnic, yeah. and he's just like, "Get one of these, and what do you want, sweetie?" And he looks around. over, and there's just she's gone. But us, the viewer, can see that there is a tiny little bit of um, like people ash or dust, dust in the air. People, people droppings. And he goes um, to look for. And then so he turns around to go look to the other family, and they're gone too. Unbelievable! Yeah, that wrecked me, and it was the beginning of the film. So um, <laughs> and it goes thought, downhill from there. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I felt like it was a really strong way to start your movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it it reestablished the stakes. Yeah. It was a very very good way of of showing you like what happened before. That still happened. Don't yeah. forget about it. This yeah. is where we are now. Like mm-hmm. it was it was really really well done. So, I thought that was really really effective. Mm-hmm. But you know what else would have been cool if they had done What if that made us get 
that um, Brian Michael Bendis Avenger Ronan. Remember Ronan? Yeah, he would have gone crazy and just murdered. Been uh, yeah, just walking around yeah. like samurai ninja murdering people. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, it would be nifty. And they did it. Oh yeah, they straight up did that. They didn't call him Ronan though, because uh, no. I think that may have been a little problematic. As a white guy eh, doing ninja stuff, and he's called Ronan. It was uh, it was it was really great how they they introduced it too. It was um, uh, he in Japanese when he was hunting someone down in Tokyo yeah. it was just like Thanos took away half the universe, mm-hmm. um, cleaning up the trash. Yeah, well, I'm 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 doing my part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was he was in a hole. Yeah, he was in a very dark, murderous hole. Oof. Also, I, also side note, loved his hair. Oh, Mohawk was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But so anyway, th- yeah, this that's is another now, thing. This is now the Hawkeye cast. Yeah, well, that's another <laughs> thing that I didn't, I never, because people had said, oh, wouldn't it be neat if they did Ronan? I'm like, they're never going to do Ronan. Mm. That's such a convoluted, weird thing. They're never going to do it. And they fucking did it. Well, they did it effectively, very yeah. quickly and easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the the five-year time jump. So, so super spoilers. Um, they go to... Get Thanos. They've got Captain Marvel now, who we've yeah. seen is the most powerful thing in the world, and mm-hmm. F it, we're good. Uh, she saves Tony. He's gaunt and crazy. Uh, also, that was a nice little uh, fix for that, because I was like, he's in the ship. How is he ever going to get back home? And there's the fact that Captain Marvel just shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, oh, there's a ship. Look at that. <laughs> oh, that's an easy fix. Got it. Okay. Done. Go. Yeah. Um, they they do this 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 great thing where they you know they follow the breadcrumbs they go exactly where he is um they follow a a, a energy signature the avengers attack thanos um and he's made it to where they can't reverse it yeah that's it the energy signature energy signature that they followed there was the was created by him destroying the stones yeah and then thor just chops his head off yeah yeah that was brutal i wasn't expecting that yeah he did it so in the first 15 minutes of the movie, the heroes lose again. The main bad guy gets killed. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Five years later. Five years later. Yeah. God damn it. Um, so where do we want to go to next? Well, I don't want to like beat for beat the whole movie because yeah. people, people should see this. Yeah. Um, should we just list off some of our favorite things in a couple words or less? Yeah, but let's save the part that we both cried over. For last. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we discussed Professor Hulk. Yeah. I thought that that was a lot of fun. I'm so glad that they did that. Yeah. Um, It changed him, too. It changed the character. Yeah. Um, Bruce Banner was a Bruce Banner that we never kind of never saw before. He was Uh, he was he was a cocky Bruce Banner. Yeah. Because he was the Hulk also. But he was also kind of a he's still a nerd. He's a nerd. And he's still doing the selfies with the kids and stuff. Yeah. But it was so it was so fun to watch him do that. Um, and it was such an interesting jump from the previous movie where Hulk wasn't even coming out at all. Yeah. And I thought one of the major plot points, one of the big moments of this movie would be the Hulk finally coming out and doing something really big and cool and crazy. And the fact that they just skipped that entirely and were like, yeah. oh yeah, he just fixed himself. Now he's just all big and green all the time. Yeah, he talked about it. Um, uh, they, they, they skimmed over it really quickly of, of the Hulk. Like he was treating the Hulk like a disease or a, yeah. or a symptom or something. And then he started thinking of it. Well, what if Hulk's the cure? And I've been treating this mm-hmm. character, this thing, this poorly this whole time. Yeah. What if we merged? And then he he did something, some hullabaloo of yeah. saturating himself with gamma radiation for like two or three days straight, and yeah. then it was able to completely combine them. Oh, yeah. is that what it was? I think yeah. I missed that because I was yeah, too he busy was, like he was like, like in a, he was like in a, he was talking about like uh, 
pure gamma saturation in a yeah. tank and stuff. Yeah. God damn it. So cool. Um, another thing that I really loved was A Force. Oh yeah. Okay, so so spoiler. Uh most everyone that got vanished comes back. Yeah, of course. Gets resnapped up. Of course. Um there is a very specific sh- everyone Everyone, Everyone in every single movie that has a cape or a or code or name even don't is in this goddamn movie. Yeah, but even even people that I thought we would never see again uh, because they were done with the whole franchise, like um, oh, that's Jane. Yeah, Jane Foster. I thought in she for was never second. coming back because well, she didn't want to do the Dark World at all. This was this was essentially a victory lap for the twenty two movies. If yeah. if you thought somebody wasn't going to show up, they kind of do in some sort of yeah either small cameo or flashback or mm-hmm. or what, like they they all every single plot thread is is wrapped up in yeah. a meaningful way yeah yeah uh but but yes oh, there's a force there is a scene uh facing down a large army of baddies literally every strong female character is there to just kick ass yeah. like they all wound was, up on the very same part of the battlefield yeah. at the same and, time and even too like you see five of them Two more show up. One says <laughs> yeah. something, and then the last, like the last, the coup de grace of it all was just very small. Wasp just gets big, yeah, and just shows up right there, yeah, and yeah. they all just like attack together. I it loved was, it. I loved it, it was so, much. so emotionally manipulated in the best way possible. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, fuck yes. And then I went, oh man, the comic skate people are gonna hate this. <laughs> uh, strong uh, women. Oh, they're gonna be so mad. Terribly strong women. Do you, have, do you have something that you liked? Um, I was very happy with. So the 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 plot mechanics in which they decide to fix everything allowed um, a lot of these main characters to interact with things that they didn't before. Mm-hmm. So it allowed Hawkeye and and Black Widow go to another planet to do X Y Z. It allowed Tony and uh, Steve together to go visit things that they never thought that they would see, like get yeah. to do. It, it it was just it was um it was a Really, they used to do this in, well, they still do, actually, in a lot of, like, big crossover books. They'll team up partners, mm-hmm. characters that sometimes always are together, but they'll put them in some place that they're not always supposed yeah. to be. So, yeah, like, yeah. for some reason, the example that comes to mind is uh, Jason Aaron's original sin, which really isn't that good. But it always makes me think of, like, oh, so he teamed the Punisher and Doctor Strange up yeah. to go <laughs> into the Underworld yeah. To go figure something out. Weird. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just the, but it's these neat to watch these, them fish out of water. Yeah, these weird yeah. permutations of, of characters that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love all a, of those beats. I'm all a of them. big fan of time travel stories and like characters running into past versions of themselves or experiencing something that we have previously experienced yeah. from a different angle. I eat that shit up. And the fact that this the the middle part of this movie is a Back to the Future. Movie. But but they explicitly give you rule. Uh, yeah, so Back you know, to the Future Two, I should say. We didn't mention that before. The way that they decide to fix this is Scott Lang accidentally comes back out of the quantum realm because five years rat. later. The rat steps on the keyboard. Yeah. He's a, he's very rodent. Yeah. Um, and that gives them the impetus to start this whole plan of using the quantum realm to jump into different pockets and being able to like control that to go grab the stones from a place that they were Mm -hmm. in their known history, 
pull them out, and then when they're done with it, they'll put them back. Yes. So it's this. After this, they've unsnapped. <laughs> I think Scott, uh, Ant Man, calls it a time heist. Time. I love the time heist. <laughs> so it's literally so stealing, stealing the stones from the every place that they showed up in the mm-hmm. movies previously. So it is. It's like a victory lap of all the previous movies yep. within the plot of this one. So that so so we have our current characters interacting with older characters from other mm-hmm. films. So you you even get to see um Alexander Pierce, the head yes. of Shield. Yes. Robert yes. Redford's Robert in this Redford. goddamn yep. movie for yep. five minutes. Yep. Like you see all these and and callbacks to previous fights or scenes that mm. are in a in a very fan servicey but fun time travel kind of way, our own characters currently are able to almost comment on mm-hmm. how they were 10 well, years ago. Specifically, um, when they first go back to New York during the invasion, right? Yeah. The, the Chitari, um, the Hulk, uh, Professor Hulk, has to blend in and pretend that he's regular Hulk. So he can and go he's across. Just, yeah. He's just like lazily kicking things around and like kind of slapping things and going rarg. Like, that was really funny. The, they, was a funny bit. They were able, and, and just the brilliance of that though, mm-hmm. like- they, it had to have been like a the the writers of this film, who did Infinity War and then all the other Captain America movies. Yeah, they had to have had like almost like a a conspiracy murder board mm-hmm. to figure this yeah, out yeah. because they were able to track. T- so so our main characters, in order to figure out where they need to go, because they only have so many pin particles to jump mm-hmm. in and out of the yeah. quantum, like it's a whole mathematical problem. Um, they have to know where the stones are almost exactly. Yeah, and have. The realization that during that invasion, three of the stones were on Earth at the same time yeah. was something I never pieced together. Yeah, yeah. Like the Eye of Agamotto was on Earth at the same time mm-hmm. as the as the Tesseract. Tesseract at the same time. Like it's just, mm-hmm. oh shit, yeah. And it 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 gives weight to everything else that you watched before. And I like it's just that we, so wonderful. I like that we see um, the sorceress supreme. Yeah. She was. I'm glad to see her back. That yeah, was you awesome. got to see the and ancient I love one. that. I love the ancient one and her talking to Professor Hulk. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that I, was. What else you got? I should we, should we just like skip to the end? I like, appreciate the, the sacrifices. Okay, so yeah, here we go. The end of the film. Um, I knew that we were gonna lose at least one person. Just and by new, I mean like I felt, I felt it. it, it the the weight of everything, uh, the ramifications almost called for yeah. sacrifices that stick. Yeah. Um, honestly, I expected when I first walked into in, uh, Infinity War, and we were watching the scene between Tony and Thanos on the planet, and Thanos stabs him with his own armor. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is this, this is, is his moment. So the fact that that wasn't his moment was very surprising to me. Um, and the fact that the way he goes here, he goes out on such a badass twist of a moment. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had no idea what was happening as it was happening, and then it happens. Um, and it, it was just so good. Yeah, Tony Tony Stark. So we have seen two other times now, mm-hmm. at least two, no, two or more other times now, Tony Stark, he was challenged by cap that he's not the kind of person to be able to make that choice and he has stepped up a couple times a couple times yeah 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 and he fulfills that promise Mm -hmm. and it stays consistent yeah and he's able to win with his own life um we don't even mention what like at this point in tony's life what he has at stake yeah he's got a family he's got a full daughter 
Yeah, in that five year jump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was a cute. She was cutie though. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, is that what the kid's name was? Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. I, th- I think she did a really cute job. Uh, he he makes sacrifice, but it wasn't the only sacrifice that was made. Yeah, we also have, you know, as we know from Infinity War, in order to obtain one of the soul stones, you have to give that what you love the most. And thank goodness that these two people were sent to get the uh, the soul stone together because yeah. they just happened to love each other very much. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. their bond was seated in every other Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness they went together. Because yeah. otherwise, if it were two, any other two characters, it may have been like, well, all right, I guess we can't get the stone. But yeah. thankfully, they loved each other enough that it was a sacrifice for her. And I, I, honestly, I thought it was going to be Hawkeye. Um, I thought to serve the story and how what had been set up so far, it should have been Hawkeye. But when I think of what directors need to do to affect their audience, I think that... Uh, Black Widow was the right choice mm-hmm. because I was ready for Hawkeye to go. I was ready for him to do it. I was not ready for Black Widow to go. Well, it would have made sense narratively for either of them, but it I've makes got right on my ledger. It makes more sense for Black Widow to make the ultimate yeah. sacrifice in order to bring back her family. So yeah. she has her arc during this movie is fantastic. Like her understanding that uh, her she understood she understands what she lost. Yeah, almost more than any other character in this movie. Mm. Um, everyone tries to move on. Everyone tries to to reclaim their life. Some people were lucky enough, like Tony, to actually still have his life intact after yeah, the snap. Yeah. Pepper still lived. They got married. They had a child. He lives in seclusion and happily. Yeah. She understands and articulates very clearly and early what she lost. She lost her entire identity and her family, which she did not have before this team. Yeah. So her making the sacrifice to reclaim that mm-hmm. was just so much stronger than him feeling guilty. Yeah. But what I liked the most about that was they cared so deeply for each other that they straight up fought who got yeah. to sacrifice yeah. themselves. Yeah. So they had a full on battle mm-hmm. on the cliffs in Vormir yeah. to to fight over who gets to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so weird it and was so weird. great. Yeah, it was weird. It um it almost uh, I had kind of a reaction of like it's almost like um who do you want to win? Liberals out liberal each other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to make the bigger sacrifice. No, I'm going to be the martyr. Um but within the context of their relationship it felt very real. It was great. It was it was a it was a really effective scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um and I wasn't ready for it. I was not ready for how they brought back Gamora. That was cool. And now mm. we've got a completely different Gamora now. We have a completely different dynamic for that yeah. entire team, if it yeah. even goes on. Yeah. Um, well, I think it will, with the Asgardians of the galaxy. It, <laughs> they even said it in the... Yeah. I like yeah. That. Um, so, uh, should we say our, like... Well, oh, you know what? One thing I, I want to say. Um, the Peggy Carter-Steve Rogers relationship from the original Captain America moving forward is one of my favorite. There's something about that actress that yeah. I really cling to. And there's, I'm really glad she had two full seasons of a show. It's a great show too. Yeah. I'm sad that it ended. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad that her show after that, I didn't watch a single episode of it. It didn't interest me at all. It looked very rote, but her Peggy Carter is so charming. So lovely. I want to hang out with her and have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the fact that we get to revisit that, yeah, 
really meant a lot to me. Yeah, so um, Anthony and Joe Russo have been kind of steering the Captain America ship since Winter Soldier. Yeah. And they have made it, it almost seems like it, when, when you track back uh, Captain America's journey from Winter Soldier on, it was like that that uh, that journey of acceptance that he he's never going to have the life he left. Mm-hmm. It's not even possible. He even says it in this movie, like, the I met the woman of my dreams and then I died for seventy years. Yeah. Um so so that's always in the back of his head and the fact that we were able to in this movie address and kind of give closure to that with mm-hmm. their time travel shenanigans, even just so good. Even just in understanding. Like I'm not I, I don't want to spoil how it goes. Yeah. Uh but he's able to at the very least see her again. Yes. And that's wonderful. Yeah. That meant a lot to me. I was really glad yeah. to have it. And that's what I mean by fan servicey. Like it serviced me specifically. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was able to see her again, and also too for those, for those of them out there that uh, he, clearly Tony has daddy issues. Mm-hmm. He was able to have a yep. conversation with his yep. father. Yeah, which is like when you're doing time travel stuff like this. I think it's kind of fun and important to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if if you're a character like that, you're going to want to do those things. Yeah, it's only it's human nature, I think. So I there I think there's two more things that we probably should discuss. Okay. One thing that we both kind of felt weird about, and then one thing that we both cried about. Okay. Well, the first thing actually, the before we even get to that, oh. I want to talk about foul cap. Yeah. The fact that. Um, well, yeah. The, well, don't. No. Okay. Do you, I thought we were spoiling it. No. Well, that I'll just spoil, say the words foul cap. That would spoil okay. what happens to Captain America. That's true. Okay. So what do you want to talk about? No, let's do it. Let's, no, no, it. let's talk about it. I already, I've said the words foul cap. I'm happy. Okay. Yes, there's uh, the mantle passes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, so, the, oh, do you want to talk about the one negative? Because when I want, we were talking about it yesterday on the podcast that we didn't air. <laughs> uh, I, I think I said something like, I can't think of a single thing that I don't like about this movie. But having sat a little longer, I'm, a, I'm able to peek around my boner and see that I don't think I'm particularly happy all the way through with Thor's treatment. I yeah. think I, I was really tickled by fat, sad Thor um, and where he is now in response to five years ago. Yeah, arguably Thor went through the most in this movie. Yes. Not o- So he lost... He's coming straight off of destroying Asgard, lost mm-hmm. his family, lost his home, mm-hmm. and then immediately half of his race that was yeah. reclaimed was gone. Yep. And then he fucked up and didn't kill Thor, uh, didn't yep. kill Thanos, yep. and then so he has been put through a ringer, and he doesn't handle it well at no. all. No, which I'm fine with. That yeah. that I have no problem with. I don't mind that he gained weight. I don't mind that he, he the man likes mead. He's a mead drinker. Um, He's, and he yeah. hasn't had much to do in the past five years. That's fine. Um, the thing that bothered me was very specifically a scene involving traveling to his past and being unable to deal with something that I felt that character should have been able to deal with considering the stakes involved. Mm-hmm. I feel like that felt off center for me for that character. Um, a lot of people were upset at Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok's my favorite, awesome. favorite one of my favorite Thor movies, um, because I I enjoy the humor and all that stuff. But this particular thing, where him and Rocket are talking and they have to do this particular thing, I felt like he would have done it. I think yeah, I, I was expecting him to do it and then fail yeah. as opposed to run off. He literally ran so, away. I, I it doesn't the way that it ends up, it mm-hmm. doesn't hurt it, right. but. During it, 
and how um, the actor decides to kind of, he is still in Ragnarok yeah. because it's a lot of for the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but the situations around him aren't necessarily for the joke. So it, mm. it started to feel a little bit, and this is like really nitpicking. It started oh, yes. to feel a little bit like a dad joke that, it was old a minute ago, mm. so stop telling. St- yeah. Don't quit telling it. Yeah. It worked once. Don't yeah. tell it again. Yeah. It didn't kill the movie. It no, all, it all gets redeemed. But it was like, all right, the shock of him being grossly overweight and not wanting to participate is done. Yeah. Let's move. Let's keep Let's moving. Keep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's I think literally my only negative. Everything only, else yeah. is a, is so positive. Yep. Um, now should we talk? All right. So I have said that I have never had a, an emotional response to a film like I had with this movie. Um, I am an easy mark, I will say, when it comes to crying. If there is a puppy that gets hurt, if uh, someone dies, uh, if there's a, I don't even, even I, it doesn't even matter. If it's a sad yeah. scene, chances are I'll get emotionally invested. I take the opportunity to cry in movies. Yeah, like it's I love almost it. I'm waiting for them because it's yeah. dark and this is a safe space to yeah, just yeah. let out feelings. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're easy marks. We just open ourselves up to it. But yeah, not like this. I've never cried from being happy and excited before. Neither have I. Because I've I've known people who get like oh they get so happy they get so excited they just start crying. Like um, uh, reminds me of what's her name when she saw like sloths. Um, from Veronica Mars. That what's her name. Veronica Mars, the actress. She cried because she saw Sloth. What's her name? Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. When Dak Shepard uh, said he was going to take her on her birthday to see Sloths, he was oh. like filming it while he was telling her. She had, she, I, think, I believe they were in bed. She never even went to go see the Sloths yet, and she was sobbing because she was so happy and overwhelmed. I've never been like that before. I've never yeah. been like that until this movie where we see uh, – the, the the battle with Thanos. Yeah, the th- uh, our three arguably three main characters mm-hmm. are approaching Thanos individually or yeah. together alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Cap, you've got Iron Man, and you've got Thor yep. with a little bit of dignity reclaimed, holding two weapons. Yeah, he's got the he Yarnbjorn. He yeah, he's got his Mjolnir. axe or Stormbreaker in this. Stormbreaker, I'm sorry, yeah. you're right. Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker, and he steals. Mjolnir from the past. Yeah. So he's so got cool. two weapons and yeah, he's yeah. just like, uh, if one didn't work last time, I got two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that Thor gets his ass kicked, he drops the hammer, and then all you see is the hammer wiggle. Mm-hmm. And then you see Captain America wielding Mjolnir and shooting lightning and kicking ass with that Mjolnir. Yeah. I was so giddy. It wasn't just one lift and a swing. No. He was manipulating it yeah. in the, in the it was his most hammer. aggressive yeah. and wonderful way. Yeah. It was, oh, God. I was, at first I was just like, he's going to lift it. He yeah. lifts it. And then for a good two minutes, yeah. he soundly uses it. <laughs> <laughs> to and, whoop ass. And yeah. it was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like emotionally, it was beautiful because yeah. even Thor responded I knew positively. It. Yeah, yeah he was like, just I like, knew I knew it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just it happened over and over again and it was just so it was it was so wonderful. It was it really was like the no pun intended cap on the Captain yeah. America character. It was yeah. he he his worthiness is his uh, unwillingness to ever give up and mm-hmm. also humility in the face of, mm-hmm. you know, perfect. Right. Ah. So he it was just it was great to have that clear of a visual manifestation of his worthiness to save the day. It was mm-hmm. just great. 
it was so good. Also, there's a really tiny little moment in that scene that I really liked as well. Um, Thanos has wrecked the shield. Yeah. It's just in, in one big shard now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's held onto Cap's arm with straps, leather straps. And he looks down, and you can see that Cap's arm has a huge gash in it. And he still tightens, and you can hear him like groaning in pain of tightening the shield back onto his arm, despite the fact that he's like wrecked. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's just a really nice little. Yeah, he, he cracks the shield and cuts into his arm, and yeah. then it's just like, okay, like he's down. And yeah. he, I am glad that they didn't say, I could do this all day, I could do this all day <laughs> but it was the same motion of, yeah, here we go. I'm getting back the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Although I did like when they mentioned it earlier in the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else we want to talk about? Well, we get to hear the rally cry. Oh, we finally get Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And it did, I, you know, it wasn't a thing that I was waiting for. It was a thing that hadn't occurred to me that we hadn't heard. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, that's right. Never heard it? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is this is when we were alluding forever ago at the beginning of this podcast yeah. of things I didn't know I was waiting for and yeah. they gave it to me. The hammer yep. and Avengers. a rallying cry of Avengers Assemble when every single fucking character you can imagine like shows up. Avengers world. It was like It really was. It was every, that big. Every There's person. a moment in Infin- Hickman's Infinity where Thor... Uh, this was the beginning of the Avengers world run. Yeah. Uh, Thor throws his hammer... To say that he to show that he's on uh, uh, unarmed uh-huh. uh, to the operators or whatever they were right, called. Yeah. yeah, I haven't read it in a while, but he throws it away. Like mm-hmm. I'm good, it's good, and it was all uh, a mechanic to to get closer to him. Uh-huh. But really, it was moving around the planet. The sun, wasn't it? Or yeah. It, oh yeah, it was moving around the cl- the the clearest the or the closest sun yeah. to get enough inertia to come back into his hands for yeah. a hit. Like those silly things that mm-hmm. happen in comic books. You don't see those in movies. It's yeah. usually like they'll downplay it or they'll ground it or they'll mm-hmm. do something like that. But but this movie just yeah. leans so hard into it. Well, they did something like that in the, the previous one where Thanos literally throws chunks of a moon at, yeah. at Iron Man. Um, I just love when they do stuff like that. Uh, Peter Parker gets gets a lot of really great spots. I was really excited when he came back. I was hooting and hollering for Strange him. Strange is great. Um, when... Um, he hugs Tony. Tony hugs him. Yeah. And just goes, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so great. It's yeah. So great. I, I do. I do love. Um, there's a one of Tony's motivations to go through with this is to save the kid. Yeah. The first thing he says when he sees Cap after almost dying. I we lost. Well, I, lost we, the kid. I lost the kid. I lost the kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see this again. Me what is too. it like? Yeah, we're going tomorrow night. 36 hours from now. Yeah. No, it's not tomorrow night. It's Friday night. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. Today's Wednesday. All right. Should we wrap it up? I think we have to. We've talked way too much about this movie now. It's been an hour. All right, guys. Uh, please uh, tweet at us at JD's Hero Complex or at Mr. Bartocci, B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I. Yep. Uh, you can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this movie. And um, uh, what was the other thing? You can go to cultpopgo.com and uh, click on the bright red banner and uh, leave us a voicemail. And uh, yeah, I would love to talk about this movie for for another couple weeks so <laughs> yeah I, up. I desperately want to see it again I, f- yeah. I i feel lost that it's not in the theaters it's so yeah. silly to say but yeah it's, it's really, really that good. good it's really good um all right guys thank you so much for joining us and we will talk at you later bye thanks so much for listening to spoiler alert check out all our shows including the cannibal horror cast 
where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. This is